So we're, we're live again. Uh, today's episode, we're going to be talking about new comics I bought. Uh, talk about the Jim Lee taking over as solo publisher of DC Comics. And anything that really comes to mind, really. Also, we're going to be reviewing new uh, wireless Bluetooth headphones called Two Boom, uh, which I will say this in honest opinion, do not use them while you're driving. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, let's play the intro, shall we? Today I kind of, uh, I went to V-Stock because I forgot to go there when I went to Half Price Books. A ton of books at Half Price. Uh, Tell I haven't been there. Because uh, <laughs> like a ton of Batman books there and I was just like, Augustus, uh, Augustus Gloop from Willy Wonka. <laughs> I was just digging through there, man. I like I, I highly recommend uh, V Stock for anybody who is into comics, who is looking for. Do not the sponsor of the show, by the way. I'm not just gonna be like shilling out things. Like I said, like I like the two boom thing. I, I I recommend do not using them while you drive because they don't fucking work. They don't hold up. <laughs> <laughs> while you're in the car and shit like it does not work at all yeah so uh so
so <laughs> anyway uh, I don't I they're good headphones like if you're in the home and stuff like if you're cleaning or doing dishes and you're listening to like audible which I don't have a monthly subscription to audible I just had a free book credit and that was it like I ended up getting Batman Nightwalker uh, I love the novel I love the uh, the graphic novel <laughs> and I love the audible book um, it's not like Harry Potter when it first came out like Stephen Fry did the Harry Potter narration like, which was fucking good because he did like different voices he got really into the character the Nightwalker one it's it's a good like the person who narrated it um, sounds like something from Gotham which isn't a bad thing it's just I wish with the Audible book like they had like different voice actors and actresses doing different characters and stuff but I mean that's just me you know, like the you know those serial radio shows they used to do with Superman and stuff, but sadly they they don't do that. So um, anyway, like the two boom, which is great headphones. I got them for like fifteen bucks at half price books. I saw them there. I was just like, you know, I really want to try it. I had the extra money. I really want to try it and see what what's what it's like and stuff. And it's not bad. It's very easy to connect to Bluetooth. And stuff, and but thing about it is, sorry, I had to burp. <laughs> the thing about it is, like, it doesn't work when you're driving. When you're driving somewhere, you know, you're talking to somebody on the phone, it doesn't really work. It just you lose signal, and all of a sudden you're echoing. You're like talking really loudly, like you're a dumbass, and you realize, oh shit, I'm not hooked up to the Bluetooth. So. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I like them. I, like I said, I recommend them when you're at home, when you're like cleaning, working out, um, doing sit-ups. You don't have to have like a long headphone cord while you're trying to do sit-ups and stuff. Um, these are great. They're like iPhone earbuds. They fit in your ear. They don't cause any annoyance. So I, I do recommend these things. I mean, when you're like I said, like when you're cleaning, working out, um, when you're driving, it does not work. Or when you're in the store, it does not work. So, I mean, I don't know what it is. I guess it's like a weak signal, which I don't know how it is. My phone is like, I'm holding my phone when I'm texting <laughs> and listening to Audible. Like I'm trying to avoid people. <laughs> so, they're, they're great. Um, they're great earbuds, especially for workouts. So, um, anyway, they're they're great. Anyway, I do recommend for anyone who's into like looking for back issue books. If you're looking for back issue books and stuff, that is your place to go. If you're looking for trade paperbacks for a reasonable price or uh, manga comics, they have a lot of those. Um. And stuff like I see like a big ass uh, Funko Pop up there. Like I like I said, I have not been buying comics for a while, and it's been a while since I've been to half price books. Last time I, I was gonna go, but I ended up getting really sick and I had to take antibiotics. And like I said, I didn't feel like going up there and farting and shitting my pants, <laughs> going anywhere. So I was like, a, I was a homebody because I was taking antibiotics and shit. So, um. 
so anyway, I went up to a half price book because I wanted to see what what was there, and I found the two boom thing, and I found these cool like Joker uh, Joker playing cards, and I found a bunch of books, which was the main goal of shopping at half price. So anyway, I'm gonna start off with the big book I found. I found Bat Damned, the black label book that was pulled off. Nudity, which I don't know why. There's nudity on Game of Thrones. There's comic book. I mean, even a Watchmen they had it, which I don't understand. Watchmen was fucking boring, to be quite honest with you. Uh, I was. Batman Damned, which was by Brian Azzarello, who did Joker, who did, he did uh, Joker, he did the Dark Knight 3 Master Race with Frank Miller, which I talked about before, I think, which I said like the book was more of an Azzarello fan project than it was a Miller comic, uh, which, you know, I flipped through the book. The ending is like... I see why it's titled Damned. Because it's like... Once you get to the ending, you're like, Damn, is that it? Uh, it's it's really... The artwork's really great. Regino does really great art. Very realistic looking. Very Alex Ross-ish. He really gets like the dark look of a human being. Down. He gets like the really realistic, like shadow, you know, like a realistic look of, of a dark side of a human being. Like he, he somehow captures it, and I really like the artwork. Uh, the writing was, eh, you know, it's Azarello. Azarello is always dark and cynical at times, but I, I like the Bergino art, Bergino artwork. <laughs> I, I just, I like the artwork. I like the realistic look of, you know, I would love to see Pergimo work with Jeff Johns in a book or something like, you know, it's my, or Scott Snyder, but Snyder and Capullo are like the O'Neill and Adams <laughs> comics. So, um, Batman Damned is, it's a, it's really okay, I guess. <laughs> I bought it because it's like it's one of those talked about books and stuff, and I I don't understand why people freaked out over it of stuff you know of the first book. I really don't understand. It. I think they hyped it up, and you know I'm putting my conspiracy Alex Jones hat on. I think they just did it just to get the book name out there because I'll be honest with you, the story is kind of boring in my opinion. Um, I think that's why they just did it because <laughs> the writing is kind of it's. I I feel like it should have been more of a Constantine book than a Batman book. I feel like Batman was there, but the other characters were like important, like Dead Man, Constantine, Zatanna, Spectre, Swamp Thing. I think that's what it was more like, you know. It's Batman, but the other characters are more important and stuff. So, for me, it's 
you know, if you like Brian Azzarello and you like Bergimo's artwork, which I recommend buying it just for Bergimo's artwork. He, the, I like the one thing that came with the book, um, which was sort of like a drawing. It, it, it came with the same thing that was with Batman 75, which I got for Christmas. It's a, just a chat. It's really cool. It's Batman leaping off a gargoyle going into this Gotham city. It's a very beautiful drawing and stuff. And I wish Gmo could autograph it. <laughs> um, and stuff, so it, that's the thing I like about it. The Joker thing is just, eh, you know, spoiler, he's at the end of the book. Uh, so, anyway, I bought some Detective Comics, and for those who don't know, I am trying to collect them all. I'm trying to be like Pokemon, trying to collect them all. I bought some Chuck Dixon run of Detective Comics. 670, 671, 677. I got a Starman comic because when I was a kid, I love Jack Knight Starman comics when I was a kid. I just, it was always a great throwback for, like, I have, I have some of them. I'm just, I, I had like the first 10 issues of it. Then I started like finding them more and more. And I was just like, it took me back to uh, 12-year-old Josh, where I'm just like, I fucking love Starman. I want to see a TV show of it. I want to see him in Smallville. This is awesome. <laughs> I'm like, man, this is just crazy. So, I found him at a flea market, like most of Starman comics. So, anyway, back to of comics. 671, 77. 673-669-Batman-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-666-
stuff. You know, sometimes you can find it for a dollar, sometimes you can find it for 50 cents. You're depending on your luck. Um, I do recommend half price, you know. You can always find some really cool, interesting things. Um, really, it's funny, though, because it's like not a lot of people go into comics. <laughs> I am one of those people that I just have to find everything to see what they got. And I found some good comics. I love Chuck Dixon's run. Uh, a lot of the comics I named off are part of Nightfall and Night Quest and Night Send. Uh, when Batman had his back broken by Bane, which I have that issue. <laughs> um, it was a really big deal back then. And it kind of became like the uh, crazy thing for DC because at the time they broke Batman's back, Superman died. And that was the crazy insanity that they had going. So... I know, Amazon's a... Uh, some people like me have only have Amazon as an option. I know it... it I know one thing that's insane with... Um, countries like... Bookstores that much. I mean, England does. But, you know, if you live in Germany... ...find it. Which... Because... It's the same way for for me at times. I'd like drive all the way up to like St. Louis County to get comics and stuff, which is insane. Because where in a small area I live, they don't have comic book stores, which sucks. Um, stuff. I know people go on Amazon, they go on eBay um, to find stuff, which isn't a bad thing. Because you know when you go on there, you find stuff, and it's shipped to you quickly if you're. A member of Amazon Prime, which I'm not, um, <laughs> which, which I, um, anyway, um, yeah, so I'm trying to think what else did I, I did mention that, um, I'm trying to think my mind at the end of February was kind of crazy because my mind was just sort of like, you know, so, um, anyway, I did try something. I did find a smart water cucumber lime, which I tried. It's not bad. Anyway, drinking cucumber lime water. So, anyway, yeah, my mind was just kind of like, like, tired. Um, yeah, so. I'm reading a question. Oh, what was the story you? Oh, hold on, this is a question. What was the story you wrote about the on Discord about hearing a voice? Yeah, that one's kind of. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, um, I last week was kind of insane. Um, and stuff. So I Friday was the most insane day, and I'm not gonna say what would happen, what it was about. I was so tired of uh, family drama and stuff and I was just so tired and stuff and I didn't get to sleep till like 2 30 2 35 
And so throughout all of this thing, like my uh, my mind is sort of like always going nonstop. And for those who don't know, I have anxiety and stuff. And once you have anxiety, um, you can't sleep. Oh, lack of sleep. And your mind's going. Some things can happen. And I was um, texting, talking, you know, stuff. And voice say my name. It said Joshua, which, for those who don't know, nobody ever calls me Joshua because I. Gosh, simply. That's. I don't know why, because I guess I'm not holy. <laughs> so, what's the point? And stuff. So. <laughs> and. So. It kind of. Yeah, the, funny, the funniest thing about it. There's a funny part to it. God, does he have schizophrenia? And no, I don't. So, it. I forget what it was called. Um, I looked it up on Google and stuff. Um, let me look it up real quick. Uh, is it, I wrote as a normal to hear voices when you're having anxiety or something. And the first, the the expert says, stress and worry may you may hear voices while you're feeling very stressed, anxious, or worried. Mental health problems you may hear voices. As the symptoms of mental health issues, which I don't know why, but yeah. Some people, yeah. Um, it's called verbal hallucinations, as it's called. Uh, verbal hallucinations associates with uh, feelings of anxiety, which may also suggest that anxiety somehow triggers them. In paper, we often hear physiological or personal level account of how it does so. We also show anxious. Uh, so, yeah, it's basically called verbal hallucinations. <laughs> um, I know some people, oh my God, is your house haunted? Like my sister, I called my sister up. When I heard someone saying, I was like, what the fuck was that? And I get up and I look, and I think it's like in one bedroom. My dog Lilo is just laying there going like, looking at me like, and looking over, like looking back at me like, what? <laughs> so I go outside of, on my porch, and I'm calling my sister, and all of a sudden, like my cat farm, the cats I feed, who, you know, I adopted, more like they adopted me, or just looking at me. And the one cat who I named Alfred is just looking at me going like, looking at the food bowl, looking at me and going like, where's my food, bitch? What are you... <laughs> like, and stuff. So, I'm sitting there, I'm calling my sister. I'm like, she's like, hello? I'm like, you need to get over here. I just heard a voice in the house. I need you here right now. And all of a sudden, my sister shows up. And I love how my sister shows up. She shows up, she makes like an entrance, like entrance, like something out of like something out of a Joe Pesci film. She shows up in her van, chucks a cigarette out the window out the window of her car, gets out of the car, grabs her pocket knife, 
I'm like, what are you going to do? You're going to stab a ghost or something? You're going to shank it or something? Like, what are you doing? She goes, I'm making sure there's nobody in I locked the doors. This isn't Canada. No offense, Canada. This isn't Canada. <laughs> when I'm in the house, it's on lockdown. There's no one coming in and no one going out. <laughs> my sister goes in the house with her pocket knife. And my sister is the one who I always said is like Dwight Schrute meets Deadpool. She has guns. She has knives. If there's a zombie apocalypse, I am going to her house. <laughs> So, she goes in the house, looking around. Knife. And I'm just standing there, and I'm going like, I wish I could record this right now. So, she's going around. <laughs> so... She's going in every bedroom of the house with her pocket knife, saying, if there's anybody in the, in the house, you need to get out or you're going to regret it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm standing there holding my phone, looking <laughs> at my sister, and like... So... And so she goes, and I was also me messaging my uncle Terry, checking up on him as well. So So, and, and I'm just like, you know, I was like, you know, no one's going to come here and haunt us because I'm boring. I'm a very boring person to be around. Even the spirits be like, you know, it's just better to go to the light. <laughs> That's how it is. So she, <laughs> my sister goes, you know, the same thing happened to me. I'm like, what? I was like, what ghost would haunt you? One of the Winchester people. That's what they're gonna do. So, you know, if you hear it again, tell them to get out, get out of the house. You got the Lord Jesus with you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and she goes, I have to use the bathroom. And I was, I was just like, I didn't need to know that part. <laughs> anyway, that's what happened. Like, do I believe in? Ghost. Verbal End of February. So anyway. Oh, my voice is getting glitchy. Shit. Is anybody here? <laughs> Sorry about that. I was getting something. My throat was getting. So. With that crazy. Can you hear me now? 
So, anyway, I'm getting drink of water. Yeah. I know you're here. I'm, I know you're all here, but I was just asking if there's anybody in the room. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just. <laughs> so, anyway. That's what happened. That's the crazy thing about it. Um, so far, anyway, I did go through, I did have to mention it. One, I did go through um, Detective Comics 1020. I did mention that 1018 and 1019 were kind of boring. Um, 1020 of Detective Comics is Batman taking on Two-Face. And I will say this. This version of Two-Face and this version of Two-Face in Detective Comics 1020 is by far a better looking of Two-Face. This version of Two-Face looks mean. He looks nasty. He is crude. He's vicious. That is the version of Two-Face I like. I And he's also highly intelligent. Like I would say this, Peter J. writes Two-Face better than Tom King. I always felt like... Eh. I know Tom is a great writer. He does write some great stuff. And um, I Two-Face was just sort of put in the background. Like I just felt like Two-Face was dumbed down. He's not smart. He's not cunning. He's not twisted and and stuff. And I felt like Tom King just sort of dumbed down Two-Face. I mean, why would Two-Face hang out with, um, I'm trying to remember, Professor Pig, I think it was, like when Batman took over, you know, started fighting Batman. It's just like, why would Two-Face hang out with like that? Two-Face would be plotting everything in this how to take part of the city of Bane from, you know, the Gotham city from Bane. Because Two-Face is about power and corruption and, you know, all that sort of dumbed down Two-Face. I always felt like King sort of did that. And this version of Two-Face, I'm happy that Peter J is taking on. Um, I know, I, I think Two-Face isn't in the uh, James Tyen's uh, or Tinian. I think it's Tinian. Uh, James Tinian's Batman comic so far. I know it's all about two. Uh, I know it's all about Joker. The new villain, the new uh, girlfriend that everybody is just crazy over. Uh, I was at not find Batman 89 or Batman 90. They didn't have any of those. Um, they had 87 and 88. Um, if they did, I wouldn't probably buy it because it's just sort of like I don't really care. <laughs> I know that sounds mean. I just I really don't care. Like. I'm buying like Detective Comics just waiting for Batman Catwoman to be released. Um, that's pretty much where I am at at this moment. I don't. I have nothing against Tinian's run on Batman. It's, uh, you know, it's just kind of how it is. Like, eh. So, I mean, like, I have nothing against it. So, anyway. Uh, let's talk about um, Jim Lee and stuff. Company. Um, people are asking 
where is yeah DC Comics going um at this moment like I know Jim Lee sort of wrote on Twitter he was asked about the reboot is DC Comics going into reboot you know with the new 5G and stuff everything's just BS you know it's fake news there's no 5G or reboot which I guess kind of means that Dan Didio's or um, run Dan Didio's idea of the 5G fifth generation or generation 5 as they call it is not around anymore so Jim Lee was asked about Uh, DC Comics about you know he denied the bizarre rumors that DC Comics would be closed or sold off while he claims to live to be 140 which makes him which would make him the oldest person ever news around George R. George R. R. Martson transcript the um, panel here's the thing about it people would just put this entire idea, conspiracy, rumors, and all that about DC Comics being sold off by AT&T. Why do you think AT&T bought DC, you know, bought Warner Brothers stuff, the Warner Media and all that? They bought it because Warner Media has an excellent library of catalogs and stuff that they have. DC Comics have, happens to be one of them and what do you think is the centerpiece of DC Comics? Batman. Batman's the iconic character, the most iconic character in history of media. I mean, shit. Batman is, I think, older than Mickey Mouse at this point. Uh, let's look it up. Let's see how old Mickey Mouse is. Well, no, Mickey's kind of gotten a few years older than Mickey, uh, Batman. So, <laughs> I think 10 years. So, Batman is basically the centerpiece of DC Comics. Why would AT&T be that stupid to sell off DC Comics and stuff? The only way I think that can happen for... You know, for DC to be closed off would be they would close off their print. They would not sell print comics or, you know, stuff. I mean, trade paperback is, of course, I think would be the way they would go. And also, AT&T has been making lots of money over the years. I mean, operating income is like, you know, well, here's the revenue for AT&T. $181.756 billion. I don't think they would be selling off DC Comics or Warner Brothers just for that. They're going to be making a lot of money. I mean, think about it. Joker at the box office made a billion dollars. It became the highest grossing rated R movie in history. Batman, of course, is coming back, which I will talk about later because 
Ben Affleck, of course, announced that he will never back to be. I was like, I was kind of like at the, uh, <laughs> I was kind of like at the five stages of grief. Now I'm going back to <laughs> stage number four. Yeah. But, yeah, I kind of see his point of why he probably won't come back as Batman. But anyway, Jim Lee, of course, said that, he, um, you know, DC Comics isn't being rebooted, it's not being sold off, it's not closing down, it's going to be right here, around for a long time. And I, here's the thing about it. They always kick down, you know, like you kick a horse while it's down, or kick a person while it's down, or something. I think that's what it is. DC Comics is at that point of being rebooted itself. Dan Didio, who's been the co-publisher for DC Comics for over a decade and more, over a decade, well, I think two decades, I guess, uh, I don't remember, but he's been in charge of DC for a long time, and they're at that point where they're rebooting, they're restarting, because you lost somebody who was a big part of DC Comics, Dan Didio, good or bad, he's been around. And they're at that point where they're rebooting everything, they're restarting everything. They're going in a new direction. They're, the ship is turning. DC is at that point where that's where they're going. They're going to go in a different direction. And people are freaking the fuck out because it's like, you know, they're, they're going to hit the iceberg. Really? I mean... I think Dan Didio was shipping, you know, putting the ship into the iceberg. All of a sudden... Didio is gone, which everybody wanted Didio gone. Now they're like, they're going to hit the iceberg. Didio's gone. DC's gone down. It's like, enough. You fucking, e fucking enough. Fine. They're going to be around for a long time. I don't nobody is going to go in the market buying DC Comics. And there's always been that stupid, shitty rumor of Marvel... Disney's going to buy DC Comics. It's like, not really. Disney bought a lot of shit. And they're trying to make money back now because the Star Wars theme park bombed. Nobody <laughs> Everyone was at the bar, basically, because I guess they were drinking because they realized how much money they spent into it. And there was nothing open. And... And plus, nobody's going to pay $200 for tickets to go to a fucking theme park with a cast on a mouse greeting you. If I had to if I had to go to Disneyland, and mind you, two people going to Disneyland would be $400 plus tax. I would cry <laughs> if I spent $400. I mean, that's basically two bills right there. I would cry if I had to spend $400 to go to fucking Disneyland. Who has that money to go to Disneyland? I would, I would, you know, like, mind you, 400 bucks at Disneyland. That is an entire fun trip at Six Flags right there. 
$400, you could get four season passes right there. Or four tickets right there. Or go to Dollywood. <laughs> the Dolly Parton theme park, which I kind of want to go now. <laughs> but it's just like, I, you know, people need to, like, stop freaking out over it. So, anyway. Also, DC Comics head uh, Jim Lee also gave refers to DC EU movie universe by an unofficial title. Jim Lee, co-publisher of DC Comics, to Warner Brothers movie universe by its title DC EU at a convention appearance. Anyway, that was something. <laughs> um. Let's talk about one thing that's kind of interesting that caught my attention was something fun. Punisher Star is eyed for the Gotham by Gaslight movie. Reported by We Got This Covered. The Punisher Star reported to Batman and the Gotham by Gaslight movie adaptation. John Berthel, who played the Punisher for the Punisher TV series, and I had to play Bruce Wayne Batman in the Gotham by Gaslight movie, which I am interested in seeing Gotham by Gaslight um, as a live-action movie, but there's a lot of people I kind of want to see play Batman... Bruce Wayne in it, like, and stuff, but, uh, recently uh, brought the news, possible Gotham, I guess, like, movie, uh, we're now hearing already having an actor in mind to play the Dark Knight, according to our sources, uh, the same ones who told us that Kevin Conroy would be suiting up Batman in Kingdom Come. Batman and the Crisis on Infinite Earths. That's kind of a stretch to say like he was suiting up. Basically, the man suit and he wore this stupid-ass gear thing that, you know, he was suiting up as Batman. It's a far stretch to, like, say like that. Plus, he would be skinny. There's no way he could play Batman. He was a skinny Batman. It's where Van had his back thing. If it was Kevin Conroy, he'd be in a wheelchair. Saying, he's skinny, right? He's a very skinny, thin person. He would have gotten broken like a toothpick. So, uh, also saying that National Treasure Three is in development. I cannot wait. Nicholas Cage is coming back to be a National Treasure Three. That's gonna be awesome. Uh, WB is considering for sure star John Berthel, who also played Shane in The Walking Dead. two seasons of Walking Dead. Season 3 was kind of iffy. Like, eh. Michonne and uh, Michonne and the show. I kind of was like, eh, all right, I'm done. I mean, like, once they got rid of, like, um, I remember Berthel and um, 
the guy who developed the show Walking Dead. They were in a, they did another show for TNT, and it was really really good show. It was like one of those shows that it it kind of reminded me of uh, It kind of reminded me of that. And it's a really good show, but... Uh, what was that show, man? I, I forget. I know it was... It only lasted, I think, like... One season, because it was just... I think it was, like, the most expensive show that was ever produced for TNT. <laughs> Which says a lot. Because, you know, TNT really don't have much to watch. Um, what was it? Mob City, that's it. Mob City did a uh, noir crime drama by Frank Daffert for TNT. It was about, based on real accounts of LAPD and gangsters in the 1940s. Based on LA, LA noir, the struggle for the soul in America's most seductive city. It debuted on, uh, it only has those which sucked that it was like. And the weird thing about it they canceled the show after one season, and they never released it on DVD or Blu-ray. Never released it in LA on, never released in the US on DVD and Blu-ray, which really aggravated me because it was like a really good show, and it was it was like one of those like I love those uh, crime stories and stuff. Like it just it sucked that it never, you know, got released. Through the show did not uh, find commercial success, TNT chief uh, person Michael Wright defended the decision to greenlit the show in 2014 interview, commenting, Mob City was a chance. It didn't draw the audience, but I would do it again tomorrow. But anyway, it was a good show. It had like a really good cast. It had uh, Berthel. Uh, Neil McDuff, who is an awesome actor, like I think one of the best actors. Like if they ever do, if we got them by Gaslight. I would say Neil McDuff should play Jim Gordon, because that dude is a good fucking actor. Like he in any role. Like uh, Alexa Devos, uh I think that's her name. She was in the show Angel. Um, for the fourth season, she was in. Um, Clash of the Titans, The Man in the High Castle, which is also a good show, by the way, um, which ended sadly after ended after four seasons. Um, it was a really great show. It was like it's based on a really good book, uh, based on well, a book called The Man in the High Castle by Philip K. Dick. It's a really good book. I enjoy it. It's an alternative history type show where the access power wins world war two and it's a really interesting show and stuff uh jeremy luke was in it um and uh let's see simon Pegg was in it for like two episodes so and already so anyway it was a good show um mob city and all that i I, w I would say I recommended to look for it on DVD, but it's not out. They have never released it on uh, 
DVD and Blu-ray. It's not even on like um, Netflix or Hulu or anything. Like if it was, if Dave would say like it's gonna be on like um, HBO Max, then I would probably get it just to watch those episodes. Yeah. Anyway, John Berthold was is uh, considered for the role. Swine and the Cape Crusader. Uh, it was reported yesterday that WB are expanding the success of Joker by producing more standalone Elseworlds movies featuring some of the most unusual takes on well-known characters. While the Joker was, wasn't strictly an Elseworlds story, but apparent that got, Batman got them by gaslighting. be adapted by the, one of the most famous alternative takes on Dark Knight where Batman reimagined the 19th century taking on Jack the Ripper. There was a 20th version of Gotham by Gaslight with Bruce Greenwood taking the voice of Batman Bruce Wayne also played in other DC animated films. Yeah, he also did uh, Batman and Young Justice. Yeah, so Bertha would be an intriguing choice to play Batman through his given experience by playing Frank Castle on The Punisher. He's already known for showing his credentials as an action hero, vigilante, tortured care, dealing with death of his loved ones. And also, and Walking Dead, who was batshit crazy. Like, I, he was really a stand up. He, like, he played a piece of shit person in Walking Dead. But he was really good in it. Like, I was so happy. Like, Shane piece of shit in Walking Dead. Like, he, like, like, I'll admit he saved, he protected Rick from being attacked by the walkers while Rick was in a coma. But him telling his wife and son that Rick's dead relationships with Rick's wife and possibly being the father. Sorry, not the father, but that was, Rick was the dad of the baby, of course, but when he like said that and they all moved on and stuff by saying, Oh Rick, you know, Rick died, he's dead and all that, like he he was a piece of shit. <laughs> like like I remember Rick showing up with the camp and all that. It was more like they were all stunned. It, it, I would have been like, Surprise, motherfucker <laughs> Like that's what I would have done. Then I would have killed Shane. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it was like, that was just like, man. <laughs> anyway, I mean, like, I'll admit, like, Shane did start a good group. <laughs> but, man, like, that show was like a, you know, roller coaster of emotions, you know, like, the ending of the first season was like, damn. I mean, it was kind of a dumb ending when you look back on it, but damn, that was a that was a good ending though. Like they were trying to get to uh, the I forget, like the CDC, I think, like somewhere they were trying to get, and the guy was like, and he dropped like the truth bomb, like he dropped. It, I was like, oh shit, where he was like, you're all infected. I was like, oh my god, that means like one of them gets like wounded or dies to come back from the dead, and they have to kill that person. I mean, it happened like, like with um, in Walking Dead, the Telltale series, where he had to kill Duck. I mean, Duck was annoying, but that little kid did not deserve it. 
Like, I remember, like, you had to, like, choose either let the parents kill Duck or you would do it for them so they would not ha not go through the pain and suffering. And I went, I, I, I my character, um, I made the choice of, like, I would kill the kid. I didn't want to. Because, I, I mean, like, I, I like Kenny. Kenny was awesome and stuff. So I didn't want Kenny to do it. So I had to do it. I remember I did that, and after the episode ended, I had to, like, turn off the game and question my moral choices in life. Because that was a fucking tough one. Like, that game, like, Telltale, man, they did a great job with, with uh, Walking Dead and stuff. Like, I mean, they did a brilliant job and stuff. And I remember the uh, the Asian dude was in it, uh, was in the Telltale uh, video game and stuff. Glenn. I think that, that was his name, Glenn. Glenn was in it, and Glenn took off after the one episode and stuff. Like, he he was the pizza delivery dude. <laughs> so, Glenn was in, like, one episode. And next thing you know, like, after you had to leave the hotel, after you had to fight everybody, and you had to deal with the, the old man who was a dipshit and his crazy daughter... Glenn takes off, and I was just like, "Well, I guess you're going to go to go to the TV show. See you later, dude." <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was just like that show. Like that, that video game was just awesome. Like I, I haven't played it. I haven't like I played, I played the first two seasons of it. Then I just sort of like was like, "All right, I'm done." Like, like I was zombied out. <laughs> I was done. But anyway, like. The comic, I can't believe the comic book ended. I thought the comic book honestly would um, outlast TV show. I honestly thought like Robert Kirkman would, you know, I thought he would write the Walking Dead, you know, um, comics to like the end of time. Like I thought he would just, I thought he would write it for so long until like the zombie apocalypse itself happens. That's where I thought it would be, but no, like. Kirkman ended it, which I'm glad he did. I'm glad he ended it on his own terms instead of like people getting tired of it and saying like, you need to end it. And he's like, all right, I'll end it. And that's it. Uh, I'm glad he ended it. Like the way he ended it was more like, this is the end for now. Maybe later down the road, I'll bring it back. I, I honestly think that's kind of how Kirkman did it. I think like one day walking dead will comics will will return one day. But I think now it's just like, this is the end for now. We'll be back later. <laughs> type of thing. And I'm glad, you know. Um, as for the movie, though, like the movie, I, I've, I've heard about the, uh, the movie Walking Dead and stuff. Um, yeah, let's see this question. Did you watch the one with Megan in it? I did. <laughs> uh, I did. Um, I still have no interest in, like, watching it again. Like, I don't have any interest in watching The Walking Dead. I don't know, maybe one day. Oh, the first season of it, but now for, like, ten seasons, I'm just like, eh, nah, I'm good. I know they do, I know they have, like, um, spinoffs now. I, I know they're doing, like, um, 
You have Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead. Now they got a new one called Walking Dead World Beyond, which is kind of a dumb title. <laughs> I'm sorry. It is a dumb title. Series set to 10 years after the apocalypse. The first two young female protagonists focuses on the first generation to come to age in the apocalypse. As we know, it's some will become heroes, some will become villains. In the end, all of them will be changed forever. Grow up and cement their identities, both good and bad. I hate the title of it. Walking Dead World Beyond. That sounds like a stupid name. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see. I know. Yeah, I know they're talking about doing it with Andrew Lincoln coming back as Rick for the movie. Um, I don't know what to think. Like, Rick died. <laughs> he he died. I don't even know how they're gonna do the movie. Maybe it'll be like set like. Um, maybe it'll be like retelling of the show or something of Rick. And for. It's going to be like a faithful to Robert Kirkman's adaptation, you know, faithful to Kirkman's work or something. I don't know. It's kind of like, for me, it's just like, I, I barely watched the movie to be quite honest with you. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, like I, I don't, I really don't know what to think, but I mean, I'll probably watch it like when it ever comes out, <laughs> whenever do it. So, anyway. But as for the Batman Gotham by Gaslight, I definitely want to see it. I kind of, I really want to do, I really want to see it. Um, if they do, like, cast, like, Gordon and stuff. Like, I already have, like, the people in mind who I want to see play Gordon and Two-Face, uh, Harvey Dent and all that. I was going to say Two-Face, but Harvey Dent. Uh, for me, I want to see, of course, Catwoman. I want to see, um, man, what's her name? Um, the actress who played in the uh, Game of Thrones, the one who played the dragon queen, I forget her name, the blonde chick. I kind of want to see her play Catwoman. Selena Kyle. In it. Um, I want to see Luke Evans play Harvey Dent. I think he could play a good Harvey Dent. Uh, Clive Owen as Jim Gordon, of course. Clive Owen's, like, always my choice to, like, if there's ever... I, I still think they should have cast him as Gordon in the Batman movie. Because Clive Owen's really great. The show The Nick, I don't know if anybody's ever seen The Nick, or Children of Men, or any other stuff that he was in. Like, he's a really good actor. Like, he is... Emile Clark's... I think that's her name. Um... My neighbor is yelling. So, I mean, I feel like Clive would be great to score. I, it, aggravated, it aggravated me that they got, um, what's his name? <laughs> I, don't even, I honestly don't remember his name that much because he's just like, he's one of those actors like, yeah, he's in that one. Well, that's that one, dude. Um, see, I don't even remember his name. It's like, like, I can remember the one dude uh, from Gotham because he was in that one show, The O.C. But Gary Oldman, 
and stuff. But what's that dude's name? Shit. Why couldn't they just get Denzel Washington to play Gordon? I'm trying to remember that dude's name. <laughs> I I know he usually is like pops up on the radar because he always like tweets stupid shit, but calling everybody bootlickers or something like and stuff, but. Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. See, I don't even remember his name. <laughs> this one's interesting. This one popped up as well. When I just typed in the Batman. Robert Pattinson spoke about... Recalls his cringeworthy Harry Potter premiere outfit. I don't even remember the uh... This one's kind of interesting as well To pop up right here Johnny Depp is reportedly eyed to play The Joker in the Batman trilogy Johnny Depp has been rumored for The Joker throughout most of his career Prior to Heath Ledger's announcement Of being the Dark Knight's clown prince of crime Depp was reportedly a fan favorite for the part, along with Adrian Brody. Now it seems like decade this decades-old bit of fan casting, but with Viola Davis returning for Suicide Squad, Transformers being rebooted, and having Warner Brothers begun eyeing actors for roles for the sequels for the Batman, Depp is one of the prime candidates for the Joker. The fact that he's even being considered for the part perhaps is a sign of his recent career troubles might come might be coming to an end along with his battle legal battle with Amber Heard and all that stuff given his previous performances as centric the Joker would seem a natural fit for him perhaps even some combination of his villainy and the Grindelwald as in the fa- Grindelwald and the Fantastic Beasts combined with his wild unpredictability of Jack Sparrow I kind of see him playing the Joker. Like, I mean, Johnny Depp is always perfect for that kind of role of the Joker and stuff. And I, for one, would love to see him play the Joker. Because you need somebody who... That can work off of Robert Pattinson. You need somebody that has that, you know, you know, fire to it. And you need, you know, you need big names to it. Like, you got uh, Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Great choice. You got, uh, you know, you haven't gotten that, so. But you got uh, Paul Dano as Riddler. I mean, a guy who can hold his own against Daniel Day-Lewis, that's... You know, that's where I was like, Paul Dano's perfect. Because he... I know a lot of people talk about his uh, Beach Boys bio. Which I have... I have not... I think I've seen it. It's been a while since I've seen a lot of films. But, uh, I, yeah, John Cusack was in it, so... But I remember his performance in uh, Little Miss... And there Will Be Blood. 
There Will Be Blood was a standout. I mean, he and Little Miss Sunshine, he did not say one line towards the end of the movie. But lines until the big color line and he couldn't go into the Air Force and stuff to fly jets and all that. Um, but There Will Be Blood was a standout. He was like... He played two different characters in that movie. He played twins. Literally, two different people. One was a conniving business man, and the other was a preacher. <laughs> so he played two different characters, which made, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis. And Daniel Day-Lewis is, like, on the same level as, like, Christian Bale. Like, gets into the character, you see this person become something totally different. Paul Dano held his own, which for me, I'm like, I'm happy with Riddler, because Riddler is like one of the to be Riddler I like, because he's always on he could be sane and highly intelligent, but he could also snap and, and stuff, but he's also good with puzzles and he knows how to trap people into things that they don't want to be in. Paul Dano can really do great. Compliments to what Robert Pattinson's doing in the film, but also. Chris Cooper. Too as Norman died in a like Chris Cooper is like actors that oddly enough he could play like he he could play a very serious. I know a lot of people say, like, I'm kind of harsh to say that, like, I don't like Jeffrey Wright as, as, uh, Gordon. If, if you ever read his tweets, like, that dude is fucking crazy. 
Like, that dude will tweet, tweet, and tweet, and, like, just run everybody. Your voice is getting clear. Can you hear me perfectly? I don't know. I'm not even moving or anything. It's probably the ghost. <laughs> Hold on. Let me fix it. How's that? I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I know. Hold on, I'm gonna try something different. I'm gonna try the uh do 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 Is it better? Fixed? No. It's good now. Alright. Um yeah, anyway, I was saying like uh, Chris Cooper as Gordon is like beyond me. Like I, I really wanna see him play Gordon. I think he would be phenomenal. But anyway, um, yeah, so, trying to figure out what, what else to talk about. <laughs> um, who would you, wait, this is a question, who would you want to see play? See play Harvey Dent and Robert Pattinson's Batman. Oddly enough. I think Luke Evans. <laughs> I think I think Luke Evans would be great as um, Harvey Dent. I don't know why. I just I always thought Luke Evans would be great as Harvey Dent. Um, I mean for me like probably don't realize this, but there was never really a good adaptation of Two-Face ever done in the big screen. I mean, I mean, yeah, I know a lot of people are like Aaron Eckhart, Dark Knight, but honestly, like, have you ever seen a really true good performance throughout a film of Harvey Dent, Two-Face? And you can't say, you know, I know Tommy Lee Jones always comes up, and I, I love Tommy Lee Jones in films. I Ty Cobb I think it's one of his best films he's ever done. I know a lot of people love The Fugitive, which The Fugitive is really great. But Ty Cobb, he gives everything he has into that film. But you never got to, we never got to see a true, real, phenomenal performance of Two-Face ever, ever in the film. Like, you never got to see... Like, the thing about The Dark Knight, and I know a lot of people love The Dark Knight, and it's sacrilegious to say anything bad about The Dark Knight. Um, but for me, like, I was so disappointed that they didn't do Harvey Dent, Two-Face, in the third film. <laughs> I I was so aggravated that they never... Like, I finally was so excited to see Two-Face in the film and stuff, and then he dies at the end. Which was, I remember just sitting there going like, and and the thing about it was like I was so into the movie, like I was so, and I was just so aggravated that they didn't like save Two Face for like the third. Um, a 
you know. that film where like it both left glitchy again it's probably my computer's acting up i've been a great month <laughs> let me fix the sound thing uh, uh, let's go to let's go to stereo mix how's that is it fixed Alright, I put it on stereo mix. So, anyway, let's try not to fuck up the show. Um, <laughs> but anyway, the ending for it, it was so perfect. It was a perfect ending for The Dark Knight. It it both left the door open for a sequel, or this was just the end <laughs> for The Dark Knight. So, right, I had to fix it. I had to put it on stereo mix. So... Anyway, it was a great ending for um, the Dark Knight stuff. So anyway, um, anyway, the thing that's pretty interesting for issue twenty of Catwoman. I did flip through it, by the way. She is in her purple cat suit, which was pretty cool for me. You know, I thought it was really cool. But uh, anyway, yeah, it's kind of interesting for Catwoman. So anyway. Let's get to other crazy news. <laughs> I'm watching Everybody Loves Raymond. I don't know why. It's the one, by the way, it's the episode where Robert and Amy gets married. Um, it's a funny episode. Who's the mom sort of interrupts the wedding. <laughs> So. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so anyway. Uh, I'm going through the monster phantoms and monsters to see what's to read. I have not been on the website for a while. One thing I've kind of noticed with these stories and stuff, they feel like more like a campfire type story. Like all you hear is like, you hear these stories and you don't really see much. That's the thing about it that sort of makes me question the the um, true part, the true story and stuff is. Oh, this one came in the news or cosmic book news. I haven't been on their site for a while either. Coronavirus fears cancel Superman Red Sun NYC premiere. Henry Cavill is rumored to play Wolverine for Captain Marvel 2. 
Please, God, don't. <laughs> um, anyway. This just came out for a bit. In the NYC New York City premiere of Superman Red Sun, which, by the way, about that one, that was kind of dumb. But Warner Brothers decided to cancel the premiere after the coronavirus continues to evolve. Warner Brothers is placing added emphasis on health and welfare of its employees and tenants and fans to help minimize the risk of exposure. Warner Brothers has opted to uh, cancel the premiere, which was March 16th, 2020. They apologize for it. What's next for? First uh, what's next is Warner Brothers going to cancel movie releases such as the Ben Affleck Way Back, which is getting coming out pretty soon. And stuff. So I well, they did do a favor. They did cancel it the premiere. Which means, sadly, I am canceling my purchase for Superman Red Sun. I wasn't even going to buy it to begin with. <laughs> so, I, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> like, I, I honestly wasn't going to buy it. Disney executives are lobbying, lobbying, or lobbying to get Johnny Depp to reprise his role in Pirates of the Caribbean. After... I guess the they were. I think they were going to reboot the Pirates film, and I think it was. I think they were going to get the, the people who did Deadpool to handle the Pirates film. Then they, I think they were going to do like a feed Pirates. So, speaking of uh, Superman, Red Sun, it's revealed that Wonder Woman. By uh, com uh, CBR. That's. I hate my computer. There's <laughs> like. I'm just going like, to read the article and it keeps moving. I'm just going to go to CBR. So anyway, <clears throat> so basically, and the is revealed that Wonder Woman, who will appear in Superman Red Sun, the animated adaptation of the graphic novel, be revealed as there is a twist in it. It's revealed that Wonder Woman re reveals to Superman that she is a lesbian as Kal El tries to court her. To a dance. It's reported that Diana Prince Primary, who is a diplomat, diplomat for Themyscira, the voice of the global LGBT, coming from an island of women who the sex doesn't interest her in this Elseworlds story. The revelation is happens when Superman feels a spark of attraction with Diana during the dance. Was in for a kiss when he takes her aside. CBR describes how and what when the reveal was made. After overthrowing Stalin as the Russian leader, Superman wants to make USSR a beacon for world peace and he invites 
Diana of Themyscira to visit. Her mother, Queen... I forget her name. Remains skeptical and doesn't want to leave the Paradise Island, which means she's free to Diana. As they dance, it seems the romance is brewing. But when Superman takes Diana to a balcony for some fresh air, the truth is revealed. Superman attempts to kiss Diana. She gently stops him. He apologizes, but she reveals that she has nothing to be sorry about. As she senses he believes there is a spark between them. However, she attempts to... Admits she lives on an island populated by women. And her only gender that interests her. Stating, quote, I come from an island of all women, Diana says. Work it out yourself. <laughs> that is like the most SJW thing I've ever read. That is like the most uh, the most SJW thing I've ever read. I kind of see why this movie this movie I avoided like the coronavirus. <laughs> oh shit! I just made a joke. My bad. But anyway, <laughs> I do apologize. I this movie just seems awful. I am not going to see it. it. The movie, the movie is a joke. So, if you're going to see it, then it's on you. Me, on the other hand, I am not going to see this movie. I, I read the comic. I, a lot of people like it. I just, you know, one of those people like, eh, who cares? But anyway, um, we're going to be wrapping up the show. I gotta hop off here and go do something. I don't know. Who knows? But anyway, um, we'll be back tomorrow, I guess. Um, I, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I'm kind of one of those people. I, I kind of want to do the show like once in a great while and I find something that really interests me and I really want to talk about it. But um, Anyway, we'll be back, I guess, tomorrow. We're going to talk about crazy stuff, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, I will see you all tomorrow, I guess. Yeah, I got a lot of books to read. I might, you know, I got a lot of books to read, a lot of comics to go through. Anyway, um, yeah. So anyway, uh, you were amazing. Thank you, love. So yeah. Anyway, um. Oh, there's another question. What do you think of Henry Cavill or Henry Cavill as Wolverine for the X-Men MCU stuff? I don't know what to think. Um, I know he wants to come back to play Superman. And I feel like DC is sort of like... Um, Handling Superman kind of badly. I'm not a Superman fan, so I I, I kind of want to see I want to see him do another Superman film. I mean, it'd be great to like sort of incorporate his version of Superman with the 
Robert Pattinson Batman universe. Because, I mean, like, you would have, like, an older Superman. Like, I think they should just age Superman up in the DCEU. Like, age him up, just make him, like, an older Superman who's been around and stuff. Like, that's the thing that kind of bothers me is, like, the CW-verse. Like, they have, like, the stupid-ass version of Superman. Which, <laughs> which, that version of Superman sucks. I am sorry. He's, like, a pushover and shit. Like, I don't really like... Like, the, the CW version of Superman is, like, the Mr. Mom. <laughs> like, they made Superman in that CW verse, Mr. Mom. Like, they just, they don't, like, he's just a pushover. He takes, you know, like, all this stuff. And I, I don't look forward to seeing the Lois and Superman TV series. Or Superman and Lois. Like, I really don't. It, it's, like, I talked about it before on the show, and I read, like, synopsis. Of like the idea for it, and it just sounds stupid and stuff. Like Superman's unemployed, Lois Lane is working at the Daily Planet, and Superman has to be at home, be a state, you know, take care of the dad, uh, take care of the kids, the, the house, and Lois is like the working, you know, the working person in the house. It's like it's kind of dumb. It's like you neutered Clark Kent stuff. So anyway, I mean. It's it's a dumb show. <laughs> it's not even on the air. It's dumb. So for me, it's just like, I, I wish they would just age Superman up. Just make him older. He's been around. I mean, shit, like, we haven't had a Superman movie since, uh, since Justice League. And he wasn't even in it that, that long. Just have it set, like, years later. Like, he's older. He's, he's Superman. You know, and whatever. So, anyway, that's the uh, end of the show and stuff. And uh, yeah, I, I would like to see you know Brandon Routh play Superman in a TV series. That's probably never gonna happen. So, anyway, uh, I will see you all tomorrow. We'll be back for. Oh yeah, I'll just. Talk about one of the comics I read. So anyway, I'll see you all later.